What's up? Welcome back to another episode of Keeping Stock. Happy 2020. I hope you set your resolutions and followed through for the first week or so. But in the first episode of 2020, we're going to be taking a look at more of a sneaker fundamental guide and basically how to buy hype or limited sneakers or just general tips to help you on release day for a sneaker you may be interested in. And so before we get to that, I was going to remind you, Keeping Stock is a weekly sneaker podcast providing you the rundown of modern sneaker culture, upcoming releases from your favorite brands, sneaker history, financial analysis, guests, and more fast-paced 20 to 30-minute podcast episodes every Sunday. So if you like this episode or have gone through the other episodes and like them, don't forget to subscribe and catch all the news content coming out Sundays. With that being said, let's get into the first episode of Sneaker Basics. So sneaker basics, how to buy hype or limited sneakers or sneakers you're just interested in on release day that may be a little bit more difficult to get as opposed to a GR. And so a GR is technically a general release, something that is widely available at a lot of different stores and outlets. And some other terms that might help you when trying to get these sneakers is understanding some of these shorthand terms to understand the quantities in which shoes are produced or are available to the public. So sometimes you'll see HS standing for Hyperstrike, which is super limited, almost like a PlayStation Air Force One. Comes out one time, maybe do a 2,000 pairs using the PlayStation Air Force One example. Maybe only to PlayStation employees. Super, super difficult to get. Usually people aren't aware of them beforehand. In today's technology, some people might get the rumor out there. Then you also have friends and family, which is equally as difficult. You look at a pair like the Travis Scott 4s in the purple colorway, friends and family, maybe only going to 20 to 100 people, super difficult, usually don't get released to the public. Then you have something a little bit easier, like a quick strike. In recent examples, we saw the LeBron 7 China Moon, which I'm super bummed that I missed out on. That was a quick strike, um, a little bit more limited, only came out on Nike.com and very select retailers. Then you get an NRG, which is an energy release. You have LE for limited edition and nrg typically comes out around tax season or february where there's been a lot of hype built up for it it's a widely anticipated sneaker might be a little bit different here and there they've changed it up and boosted the energy or the the uh the buzz for the shoe then you get some other you know pe's player exclusives only to that certain player we're starting to see some player exclusives come back out or release in their performance models for jordan brand or maybe retro for Nike or other brands. And lastly, like I said, you have the GR for general release. So that being said, and knowing the shorthand, I've kind of broken down five categories to help you purchase limited or hype sneakers, which comes out to about 20 tips altogether. Once again, take this with a grain of salt. These are just what I've used over the course of the past eight or nine years that I think have helped me out. And I've learn from others, read on Nike talk, etc. And they stayed pretty tried and true. And with that being said, the first one is just doing your proper research. Maybe a week or weeks before you hear about the rumor, you find about out about the shoe, you understand how that rumor is circulating. You're looking at your social media. So you're looking at Twitter or Instagram, Facebook groups, word of mouth, Nike talk, etc. Feel out the buzz for that sneaker. Because I guarantee you, if there's a ton of buzz for that sneaker, more often than not, it's going to be a little bit more difficult to cop 
just because more people are aware of it, more people are hyped for it. So you look at the Air Jordan 11 playoffs, black and red, bread, a general release, not very limited. Some rumored over 2 million pairs still sold out because it was pushed everywhere. Everyone wanted it. It's also a classic, but you would have been able to gauge that from what you saw on social media for months before the sneaker released. And so if you're using social media properly and you're doing your proper research, setting up Twitter notifications can be extremely helpful. So from, you know, verified Twitter accounts that you follow or are reputable, that when they tweet something, say an example, J23 tweets, hey, this is dropping in 15 minutes or this just restocked or it's going to come out at three o'clock, you get notified on your phone and you're a little bit ahead of the general public who's not keyed in at that point. You can look at sneaker blogs. There's hundreds of them out there that will write articles such as where to cop them, the history, the price point, etc., and what to expect. They'll kind of talk about the buzz. And then you'll also get those sneaker blogs have website release calendars to understand what day it's going to fall on. Is it a Saturday? Is it a Thursday? Is it a random day of the week? You'll get that understanding by looking at those release calendars. And that all comes from doing that proper research beforehand because you don't want to be the guy who wakes up on Saturday morning three minutes too late and didn't know the shoe was coming out or thought the shoe was going to sit because you weren't looking too in-depth on the sneaker. And also in that prosper research, here's a little bit of an asterisk, is just knowing your shoe size. You go to a store, measure your foot. You know you're a 12 and a half like I am or a 10. And then you gauge from there on your history with sneakers. Some sneakers, yes, it's a half a size up, half a size down. Maybe in a rare case, it's a size. That way you know, hey, I measure at a size 12 and a half based on what I've read. And what I think is verified, I'll go half a size down or half a size up because there's no reason that I've ever found that you should be scaling if you're a size 10, but you're trying to get a size 12 or a size 8 because it's not going to range that much and you don't want to be on the last minute asking what size you should get with that shoe. So just knowing your shoe size in general is helpful, especially when it comes to very sought after releases to understand what you're ordering so that you don't order the wrong size. So for me, my go-to if a 12 and a half is available, I'm always ordering a 12 and a half. Rarely is it available, unfortunately. So I go with a 12 and Nike basketball and performance shoes. I'm doing a workout shoe or a running shoe or an on-court shoe sometimes, I'll go to a 13 just because I like a little bit larger size as your foot swells from working out or running or being on your feet for long portions of time. So that's category number one, proper research for the sneaker. Number two, finding the links early. There's enough information out there and enough sources that can find those links two or three days beforehand or maybe eight hours beforehand. That way you can find the link directly to the website, directly to the product page. Because we all know if you wake up and it's already late, maybe you have a couple minutes and we're going to a foot site. So that's Foot Locker, Champs, Foot Action, East Bay, very similar inventories because they're all owned by the same parent company. But you go to that homepage, then you got to search and then you find the product and you click on it. There's already a thousand people beating you there or more or doing the same thing, slowing down the server, bogging down the site speed, messing with the connection in some regards. So getting that direct link to the website beforehand makes it easy for you to load once seven o'clock Pacific time hits 
or 10 o'clock or whenever that release time is that you found out in that research prior. And you can look at these from some affiliate accounts on Twitter or Instagram will provide these links. Some blogs will backlink to the website or release calendars will link directly to the sneaker. So using those to skip that load time and not be bogged down by the thousands, tens of thousands of people trying to purchase that sneaker is going to put you a step ahead as well. And putting you further, if you've used that backlink, you've done that proper research beforehand, is that you've created an account on that website. By creating an account, it's obvious. Create an account on sneakers or Foot Locker or Finish Line or End or whatever that boutique you shop from normally is. Create an account there. Put in your billing information, your shipping info, payment options if they accept it, size preferences. Because even though you've carded something, doesn't mean by the time you've checked out and hit checked out that your cart isn't going to get jacked. That's happened to everyone if you've been trying to purchase sneakers for a while, and it's going to happen in the future. So if you can eliminate that downtime in order to purchase a shoe, so maybe it's one click, two clicks, instead of click, type, 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 tab, type, 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 tab, type, 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 tab, etc., you don't lose that opportunity to purchase the shoe. And you could go further, right? Not saying because you create an account, it always loads properly, but using your phone or autofill or Google saved addresses, etc., to autofill in some of those categories, because that's going to bring it right into the lines they need it and the format they'd like or the format that's been accepted in the past. Once again, another step ahead, because now you've done the proper research on the shoe, you understand the buzz, you found the link directly to the product. From there, you've potentially added it to cart in your size. And now it's auto-filled all that information. And you're either in line, as sneakers like to say, ahead of multiple other people still filling out that information, or you've purchased the sneaker without getting cart jacked in some regards. And that's one of the biggest things a lot of people don't do is that they don't create those accounts when they're signing up or they take too long to fill in information. And by the time it's in their cart, the site crashes and you're in trouble. Like for instance, when I bought my shattered backboards from East Bay, the same day as the first Pirate Black Yeezys dropped, site was down for two and a half hours. No one could get access to their cart. But as soon as I got access, everything autofilled, clicked, checked out, and got the shattered backboards just because of that time. And then the site went down again for another two hours. It was a hectic release. But luckily I was with that small group of people who had already set up all the right gateways to have the opportunity to purchase a sneaker. And so now we're three in, right? Proper research, finding those links early, creating the account on the website or the app. And then the fourth one is using a variety of browsers, devices, networks. And so by browsers, right? You have Google Chrome, Mozilla, Microsoft Edge, Internet Explorer, etc. And using these different, or Safari, Using these different browsers, the thing is they're all hosted on different engines. And so utilizing these different engines is how a site is set up for these specific engines, maybe loading differently. So that's why if you ever have tried in the past going on your phone's internet versus Google Chrome, maybe your phone's been more successful or maybe Chrome's been more successful. Just because the way that site is being crawled and read on their back end on the information you're putting in could increase that load time or speed up the load time. So not only having multiple devices, your phone, your laptop, tablet, second laptop, etc., can be beneficial. And then if you have a VPN or 
mobile data versus Wi-Fi or multiple Wi-Fi's, that's also going to give you different gateways into the site, right? This isn't being a bot. This isn't hacking. This is just simply utilizing the tools around you to give you a better opportunity to purchase a shoe. I'm not saying it's going to guarantee it, obviously, but you're going to have the better opportunity than someone who's just on Chrome on their laptop while well, you're also on your laptop on Chrome. You may be on Safari on your phone, or you may be on with mobile data, and then maybe on a tablet on your Wi-Fi, etc. Getting those different gateways and those different engines to load at different times could be a game changer. And further, you could get a little bit of, with your VPNs, you get different internet provider addresses, which can be crawled a little bit differently depending on the site. You know, and sites are doing their best to make sure and verify that you're an actual person and not a computer. And sometimes they'll send a text or an email to your phone like Shopify does. In some cases, it sends you a text to confirm it's an actual phone number, not auto-generated. And so those are four. And the fifth one is a little bit more work, right? Most of these so far, you can do at home on your own. The fifth is the physical part, depending on how bad you want the shoe or where it's being offered. And that's entering local raffles, entering online raffles. So you go down to your local boot local boutique and enter that raffle or you go online with the Foot Locker app or the Adidas app or whatever it may be and reserve your pair or sign up for that pair and then maybe go the extra mile in this Foot Locker case go to the store and get your head starts or if you've already became a VIP member whatever it is their requirements to get you three minutes five minutes seven minutes ten a head start from others and also looking at global retailers which this tip might change as while reading this some of the cool content I'll talk about later in this episode might change how these global retailers interact with the United States. But some of those global retailers or resellers might have the shoe, you know, eight hours early because of different time zones and may not be the hype over there and people may be sleeping in America. You could try to purchase the shoe through a global retailer. And, you know, you could go further with this and say you could ask friends, you know, you can go through consignment, resale, StockX, GOAT. You could try third party like Facebook or Craigslist, or you could check the stores after the raffle time. Once again, more physical, but after 10 o'clock, 12 o'clock, whenever the raffle ends, if they have extra pairs, being the first one there to purchase that. I've done it a few times and got lucky. And it's becoming more and more common as people see in the morning the shoe doesn't sell out and they don't want it, and they just end up foregoing that raffle. So those are the five major tips with the 20 or five major categories of the 20 tips spread in between doing your proper research and within that using social media sneaker blogs release calendars twitter notifications judging the hype or activity and content on social media to understand the buzz to finding those links early direct on the website affiliate links blog backlinks the release calendar again stores twitter feeds etc creating an account third on the website putting on billing, shipping, payment options, size preference, setting up autofill for using a variety of browsers, devices, networks. So that's, you know, your phone, your tablet, utilizing those different engines that Chrome, Safari, Edge, Mozilla, Explorer are being used on, using a VPN if you have one. Five, entering local raffles, online raffles, global retailer, asking friends, etc. And those are going to give you a major advantage over someone who may have just woke up later, may have been playing lazy for this release and to give you the opportunity because now that you've done all the research, found all the links, 
you're trying on three or four different sites as one person is trying on just sneakers, the most known sneaker release app so far, or Adidas or whatever it is. You know, these app, these tips aren't going to help in some of those waiting room situations, but they could be depending on if they're putting you in line or if it's a random lottery really depends. But that's sneaker basics episode one on how to buy hype and limited sneakers. Go ahead and let me know if you guys have heard these tips before or utilize any of these, or there's some other things you think you found personal luck with in trying to purchase sneakers. Because at the end of the day, we're all trying to help each other get the sneakers we want. And hopefully this puts you in the right space to get those sneakers. And so with that being said, we're going to come up with some cool content and upcoming sneaker releases after the break. Keeping Style can be found on all of your favorite podcast platforms. Platforms such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Overcast, Stitcher, and much more. Make sure to like us, favorite, or rate us on your favorite podcast platform, along with following Keeping Stock. That way you can be notified each and every Sunday when a new episode is uploaded and you're in touch for the newest content, potential giveaways, and interviews. So make sure to follow us on your favorite platform. So let's hop in to the cool content. One of the first things that really stood out to me this week was Jimmy Butler left Jordan Brand. And to me, I think the reason is it was poor timing for Jimmy Butler. He signed in 2015. Who else is a Jordan Brand athlete? Russell Westbrook, who blew up in the second half of the decade. MVP, triple doubles on TV every night, on winning teams, rivalries, etc. And Jordan Brand shifts their focus slightly, maybe to Russell, and forgets that Jimmy is an up-and-coming star. And also paired with some of the stories and rumors we heard about Minnesota or Philadelphia and that ever-changing dynamic, maybe got pushed to the back. The same thing happens when you look at Blake Griffin as a Jordan Brand athlete. You know, sometimes they shift their focus to one player and try to really milk that cow until another one comes up. And recently we saw Jordan Brand sign Luka Doncic, Jason Tatum, Zion Williamson, upcoming players and focusing on the youth as some of these other athletes may not be the star or upcoming signees that they want. So it'll be interesting to see if Butler signs with, you know, Adidas, Puma, Under Armour, Leaning, Anta, Peak, etc. And also we saw over $470 million in counterfeit sneakers was caught by the U.S. Patrol border agents. And this, what I found was most interesting, is that this $470 million single bust took over six years to happen. It should be a web series of some regard. They went deep into this counterfeit ring, fake emails, fake everything, the whole nine, found a certain point of contact who led them to another certain point of contact to find the head of the ring, monitored his activity, and then realized that they were shipping things to New Jersey or New York in shipping containers and labeling it as fans or heaters and things of that nature. And then once they've landed and gone to these self-storage areas, shipped off in smaller quantities to be sold. And so $470 million is a ton of fake sneakers. I'm not sure how they got that value, but definitely helped someone on the back end by not purchasing those fake sneakers. So it was cool to see that. We also saw Travis Scott potentially coming out with some dunks. We saw the first previews this week in that dark blue bandana kind of mix. And it's overall, besides the Travis Scott thing, I think it's cool that they're pushing dunks again because it's something originally when 
I got into sneakers this decade, this past decade, dunks weren't as hot. And personally, my style wasn't into dunks, but now my style has kind of evolved and I'm liking the lower profile dunk look and silhouette and some of the colorways. So it'll be fun to see them continue to push dunks and maybe come out with some new stories for the new decade. And then as I kind of touch on in the main topic of how to buy hype sneakers from global retailers, is that Nike has banned international shipping from select retailers because it broke a clause in their contract of selling these goods overseas. And I'm sure it's to prevent competition or inflate market share, etc. As if someone in London is selling the Jordan 11s, not to the London market, but the US market is taking everything and Jordan's trying to expand into those foreign markets or Nike's trying to expand in those foreign markets could be an issue. And that's the cool content for the week. So we're going to wind down here. We're going to take a look at the upcoming sneaker releases for January 5th through January 11th. And it's being in the year after the Christmas season. Not a whole lot expected to drop. We're waiting for All-Star Weekend tax season when you think, start seeing things hit super heavy. And with that being said, we have uh, a couple Air Max 90s, one in the Hyper Grape, one in the Gray Volt. Those come out on the 9th for $120. And what looks to be women's for the Hyper Grape. And then full family sizing for the uh, Volt or the particle gray volt. Not a bad colorway if you're into 90s. Um, pretty classic colorway and color blocking on this. Um, personally, I'd be more of the, the volt guy if I were to choose one, but probably pass on those releases. And it actually looks like there's a turquoise one and a royal blue one coming in men's with turquoise being in women's. Once again, classic color blocking. And then on the 10th, we see the Nike Freak One, Giannis Akutakempo's shoe. Uh, Kind of reminds me of the Joker. It's red swoosh, green upper, purple midsole, yellow laces for $120. And at this point, I don't think there's a whole lot that can save this silhouette and color blocking. There's just too much dead space for me personally on the shoe. And I think that's why they haven't hit off as hard as they'd like to. They came out with that Soul Glow colorway for Christmas Day from Coming to America, which was rad to see. But even that didn't necessarily sell it for me. We do get to see the rare Curry 7 appearance as he's been injured. Curry 7 lines kind of slowed down from Under Armour a little bit, but that comes out on the 10th, and that's going to be gray, midnight turquoise, gold, and white. Then on the 11th, we see another clot, Nike Air Force 1, low, and the rose gold silk um, in men's for 250 You know, I, I think if I was to pick one of these clot collaborations, I like the kind of royal blue um, silk collab. It's rose gold one. It's nice, but doesn't really do it for me. It kind of has that gum sole as well, which is cool to see on an Air Force One. And then we see a couple Pharrell Williams Adidas Futurecraft 4Ds human races. Um, and we see one in Tech Olive and Active Purple. Downside here, right? These Adidas Futurecraft 4Ds are sick. Tried them on a couple times at the Adidas employee store uh, when I've had the opportunity to get passes. But they're $400, and I don't know if that justifies the price point. Yes, they're cool. They're 3D printed, 4D printed. But I think that price point has to come down quite a bit for them to start really popping off. Very similar to what they're doing with 
the adapt technology. It's just a little too pricey. And I think the technology to scale is a little expensive. So maybe in a few years, we'll see some of those prices come down. And then we also see the Adidas Dawn issue number one in black, solar red, solar red. This is Donovan Mitchell's performance basketball shoe. Uh, not for me. I don't know what it is, but I just feel like Adidas hasn't really hit on a whole lot of basketball shoes in the past few years. There's a couple that may stand out here and there. Like I really like the Harden 1 Gila Monsters. The Lillard ones were sweet. Some of the Roses have been rad, but it just never has been consistent with one athlete in this past 10, 8 to 10 years that's had a killer line. And I hope we get to see that as they're continuing to push to get new athletes coming through. And that is your sneaker releases for this upcoming week. As always, I thank you guys for listening and tuning in. If you haven't, go ahead and subscribe, leave a rating for the podcast. Make sure to stay up to date when new episodes come out every Sunday. Working on some interviews in the mix coming up here as well. But with that being said, best of luck on your resolutions through this month of January. Just remember, take it one day at a time. And sooner than later, you may have completed it. Thanks, guys. I'll catch you next time.